0: take it all
1: the way for a touchdown. Taking You're listening to the pickskin Project, the world's number one football podcast. Now, with more insights on all things football, here are your hosts, Ben Hansen and Ryan Matthews.
0: Hi, and welcome to episode six of the Pigskin Pick'em Mock Draft. Um, if you didn't listen to the actual episode that came out along with this one, um, Ryan is not here uh, for this episode. He's on vacation. Um, but we have, I would say, one of the smartest drafts knowledgeable people i know um and this is my friend we've heard us talk about him before his name is matt matt say hi
1: hi
0: <laughs> um <laughs> but uh unlike the first five mock drafts that came before this um instead of doing two rounds we are going to do run round and we are going to kind of try to uh show you guys a little bit more of what we're thinking and a little bit um, of our thought process and kind of in-depth um, for this. But uh, I, uh, I guess I'll start first. Um, yeah. This is the pick that me and uh, Ryan have been making ever since free agency started with Cam Robinson getting signed. Uh, offensive tackle is no longer their biggest need um I think it's edge and uh, like we said in the episode that came out along with this one uh Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau are really 1A 1B it's really pick who you like better um but really as as a as a Michigan fan I'm gonna pick Aiden Hutchinson and I, I think he's the favorite on pretty much everything but this is where the uh Mock draft really starts here at number two.
1: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, I, here is, like, I'm sitting here, and I don't know. I, I think this is, this is prime trade-down spot, you know? But, like, the price has to be right enough for them to trade down. Because um, it's – I don't think they take tackle – they just took tackle last year with Sewell. Um, mm-hmm. And they, they had to move him to right anyway, right? He he played majority of last year right tackle. Yeah. So, like, they already had to move someone, move their first-round pick last year. Um, I mean, this is – it's two players. It's two players to me. It's, it's either Tibbs – or it's Malik Willis, and I'm gonna go with the more fun one. I'm gonna go Willis. I'm wow, go Malik Willis. I think I think it's just just from an intangible standpoint, we know what Willis is. Um, I think that this is this is their biggest need to me, really. Like widely, I mean, yeah, you could say edge safety, whatever. But I think Jared Goff, you, like, there's no, they have no future at quarterback, and I think you could really grab a hold of the future right now. They are they are the perfect team for Malik Willis because there is no, there's no rush what whatsoever. There's no pressure to get him on the field right away because you know, you know what Jared Goff is. You know you're gonna be pretty bad. So I mean. Embrace the bad. I mean, Dan Campbell did it last year. Why? Why not again?
0: No, um, e- exactly. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. And like you said, I think he he is the perfect team because for him to go to because a he can sit behind somebody, and doesn't have to play right away. Um, but b even if he like stinks, he doesn't have any pressure on him to be good immediately once he does play because yep. it's not like the Lions have any playoff hopes or something
1: yeah there's no there's no pressure to be good <laughs> exactly no, nobody's breathing down their neck <laughs> um
0: the obvious choice here at number three for the texans is is cave thibodeau um My 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 heart really does want to take Kyle Hamilton here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I I know for sure for me, but I, from what I remember, um, I don't know if the combine has changed it, but I mean Kyle Hamilton's my favorite player in the draft. I think he's the best player in the draft too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and they just lost uh, Justin Reed as well. <sighs> You know, Texas fan probably want on Thibodeau, but we're going Kyle Hamilton here at number three. Yep. Yeah. He, I mean, he's going to be, he, he's what Derwin James, he's a bigger Derwin James. <laughs> I mean, that's what he is.
1: Yeah. I think the, these, see, the, these two picks, this, this pick is, is weird because like there is, I'm looking, there's six players I would take your seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. Probably six, probably six. Um, for the Jets, just because their their needs are so basic and their needs fit how this draft has fallen so far. You know, yeah. Do you what do they want? Do they want a tackle? Do you want the best tackle in the draft, or do you want Kayvon Thibodeau, who you could debate as the best edge in the draft? You just can't have both. Um, but I think I'm I'm gonna go with. My my favorite tackle in the class. Well, best, maybe not favorite, Ika McQuanu. Icky S. Because I think if you have a franchise quarterback you drafted last year, you gotta you gotta put capital into it, man. You gotta you gotta draft for him, draft for Zach Wilson, and I think Ika McQuanu gives you that flexibility at tackle, guard, and even uh, right tackle. But, you know, I think he's just – he is the much safer pick than Evan Neal to me. I think Evan Neal is a ticking time bomb to me. Evan Neal will be uh, Eric Fisher to me. That's that's how I look at him right now because I'm just – because I do like Icky more – is more well-rounded, like, game. And I think – but – if you'd say Evan Neal's better, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fault you because Evan Neal could easily have a Rashawn Slater season for whoever he plays for. But that's just my my thought process. Is it's the safer pick and I think protect your quarterback.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And like you said, the interesting thing about Icky, I, I think if you I mean, even if he falls to number five uh to the Giants. If you need offensive line help, I think you have to pick Icky above Evan Neal just because Icky can play any position outside of center on that offensive line.
1: Um, and, 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 and you're and, not drafting the guy to play center at four, you know? <laughs> you're <exactly>. not. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, and his run blocking too. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he's one of the best run blocking tackles. I, I mean, it's 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 crazy. I love –
1: I'm going to be honest with you. I love how – like, I don't know if it's been like this lately. I mean, at least not last year. I think that's what I'm basing it on. But this this line class, this offensive line class feels mean to me. You know, they're mean, mauling players. Like, Icky Aquanu, he's mean on the field. I think Charles Cross is mean in pass protection. And, of course, Trevor Penning is. You know, I think – like I don't know. Last year I think Rashawn Slater and uh you know and Penny Sewell, they seem they're just nice guys, you know. I mean there was Tevin Jenkins, he he's pretty mean. Oh, yes but, he was. But yeah, I think it's like it's just a mean Zion Johnson, you know, Linderbaum. I like it. Just, yeah. just throwing that out there.
0: Oh yeah, no, and in, in on both ends, this this line class is, is... oh yeah. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Um, And no matter who they go, as long as they can develop a tackle, um, and Malik Beacon can stay healthy, I mean, they have two bookend tackles for the next 15 years to protect Zach Wilson, whoever. It's going to be crazy if they can end up hitting on this.
1: Wait, Um, what did you just say? Wait. uh, What? Wait, did you say Malik Beacon? Is
0: that not his... Yeah. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? I thought so. I've always thought it was Makai Beckton. Oh my goodness! It is. I am so sorry. What? Dude, it was, no, was, it's Makai. Mekhi- okay. I am so sorry.
1: Okay, okay, that was Makai Beckton. That was that I, he's, funny.
0: Yeah, he um, he's okay. he's 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 been so hurt. It's just my goodness. <laughs> I, I do you're, nice. you're right.
1: You got me. You got me with that one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just messing with you.
0: No, you're good. That was that was that was. Which is funny because I always I always give Ryan a hard time for uh, names <laughs> too. So I it, it, it get a taste. Jeez, I can't believe I did that too. Um, but I I mean my thought process here is if Willis is on the board at at six, that's where he's going. Willis is no longer on the board here at six,
1: and oh, what did you what did you say for five?
0: Well yeah, but Willis is no okay. longer on the okay. Willis is no longer on the board for six and with the Giants so, offensive with the saying? Giants needs at both yep. offensive tackle and edge you got to think who's not going to yeah. be there. Yeah. And and I think realistically uh the the Panthers would go offensive line. Um I I'm going to pick Evan Neal here. Yep.
1: Okay, okay. You um see. It felt weird you're you're spending more time on 6 there than 5 so I was always
0: confused <laughs> no you're all good it's just trying to think ahead trying to trying to steal
1: oh uh, yeah
0: somebody out and you know that's what you got even for the eagles at 15 16 and then the gap um but again the giants they just need help along the line as they have the last three or four years and again one one of these two top guys are going to be good uh, I mean, one of the top three guys is going to be good. All three of them could be good, but I mean, with Evan Neal here, you—I mean—you'd be stupid to pass up on him.
1: Yeah, uh, it's it's good for the it's good for the Giants this year that they don't the Dave Gettleman retired quotations because <laughs> I I feel like I I feel like all off season I would be penciling in Jordan Davis at five. I feel like he would. He just fall in love. He drop. He drop head over heels for Jordan Davis. He loves those big guys. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. I mean this. This completely sets it up. I. I'm going to. I'm. I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit here. The the pick is still going to be what you expect it to be. But I hear. I hear the the team out in Carolina really likes. Mr. Pickett. I'm just here they they were giving him good interviews all all throughout his pro day. Just throwing that out there. That's a possibility here if Willis is gone. But I'm still gonna I'm still gonna draft cross. I'm still I think that's still still the pick here. I think it's just it's the best it's their best pick available. It's it's their biggest need quarterback is still not solved, but I think like solving it rather rather going need than solving it with a very weak band-aid and Kenny Pickett. That's how I feel at this moment.
0: Yeah. Um, Charles Cross. As as terms for for the Kenny Pickett, um, I really just didn't even want to bring that up because the Eagles... For some reason, are like head over heels for this guy. It's it's he's, scary. He the Eagles. He's a, took he's him a good him.
1: interview man. He's Ooh, yeah. he's a good he's a good talker. I mean, like he he has what you want for anyone day one. We've we've always everyone has said that. You know he's he's the day one quarterback.
0: Yep, I just hope that the Eagles. Don't take him because again oh. they they took him out to <laughs> dinner. One of the last quarterback that they took out to dinner was Carson Wentz.
1: Oh, oh. Carson Wentz.
0: So I, I I just hope that they they don't that that's scary. Didn't want to talk about that because I don't want it to happen. Oh, <laughs> all
1: right. Well. Hey, hey, it's a it's a first round mock draft. You knew Kenny Pickett was coming up.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um. But the Giants are back on the I'm still so mad at myself for making up, messing up that name. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, the Giants are back on the board here at number seven. Um, it played oh, out perfectly as Tibbs, I yeah. wanted. Yep. Um, Tibbs, I mean, how could you not? They, this was the yep. other guy you were thinking at five. Um, yeah. And you knew that, you know, there was a chance that Evan Neal was going to get past. Or you knew that there was a chance that Tibbs was going to get past Carolina, but you didn't know that Evan Neal was going to do that. So that's why you pick Evan Neal at five and Tibbs here. Um, And the fact that he gets here at seven, uh, I mean, they'd be jumping up and down. Like we said, him and uh, Hutch are 1A, 1B here at the edge. And getting debatably the number one edge in the class at seven is amazing.
1: Yeah. I mean, just it's a it's the basic pick but it's right you know i i see it's it's such a weird fall for tibbs you know i mean like he was penciled in at number 1 since last year hutchinson goes off in the game and that was really the that was the turning point for for everyone really picking hutch over tibbs was mm-hmm. that that three sack performance on uh, what's uh the left tackle for Ohio State? Nicholas Petit Frere. I'm yeah, but like he, he went off, and I mean, just needs just need like I could see Tibbs going four, but I think we we heard my reasoning why I picked that. But here, number eight, I have a very, very hard choice on my hands very hard
0: <laughs> yeah
1: because i'm really looking at it and there's, the there's a lot of guys there's a lot of guys here um
0: i know where your head's at though right now too
1: you do you? uh
0: I, at least i think i know where your head's you at think based you know? off the last podcast
1: okay oh um I'm gonna I'm gonna rule out CB. I'm not gonna take CB here. Okay. I think I think it's it's either Trayvon Walker, Jamison Williams. Really, I think it's one of those two. But I'm gonna be a little different. I'm gonna be a little different. I think I'm gonna take Garrett Wilson.
0: I'm gonna okay. take Garrett
1: Wilson. Garrett Wilson at eight. I think filling out another, you know, big time receiver receiving threat because Kyle Pitts is, it's not a tight end, but um, I think just filling out another receiving threat because there's no way they're rolling into a, a season with Zacchaeus and I don't even know, Frank Darby. That is, is that <laughs> yes. another name? Is that yes. is. ASU legend. Um, I mean, like, that's Trapped their receivers. Crush. That's yeah. their receivers. Yeah, you loved him last year. Um, the Like, they got to pick receiver here. And I think picking the most well-rounded receiver at eight is your best hope. Um, hmm. you know, like I said, Trayvon Walker, Jermaine Johnson would also be amazing picks here. But opted to go receiver.
0: Yeah, um, and as far as as uh, again the episode that we talked about that we keep referring back to, go and give it a listen. Um, and we talked about this in that episode. I don't think you can rule out a quarterback here now, after yeah. everything that happened oh, yeah. with uh Matt Ryan. I, I I think this is honestly as much as I probably don't like to say it. I think this is Malik Willis's like this is Malik Willis isn't getting past
1: eight. This is yeah, this is his, his floor. It, yeah, I agree. This is yeah,
0: I agree. Um I I for a second there I thought you were gonna take Kenny Pickett.
1: You did? Okay. <laughs> um I was. I I'm I'm more in the, the position. I think they're I think they they're top of the second so i I think that mm. that's that's a prime a prime spot they could get someone to just develop you know a ritter, a howl, a corral the Carson strong
0: <laughs> got gotta add Carson Strong in there,
1: yeah, he's a part of it i I don't want to label him in the Bailey Zappies and Caleb Ellerbees, you know he is yeah. he is a step above that.
0: Yeah, it it is definitely the top grouping. I would say it's the top grouping, and then him because of his injury, and then the Bailey Zappy and and Caleb Eller. Yeah,
1: yeah, guys who are just gonna fill out round five through seven. Yeah, because they um, always
0: do. Yeah, yes they do. Um, but um, the Seahawks are on the board here at number nine. You were talking about Trayvon Walker. Um, they have a need edge. They also have a need tackle. Um, Trevor Penning at nine is a little bit too spicy for me, too rich for my liking. Uh, but Trayvon Walker is still here. Um, yeah, no, he's he's coming off the board here. <laughs> um, yeah. and again, they he can he he's such an interesting player because I I do think his main position obviously at the next level is going to be defensive end. But, I mean, you see a smaller Brandon Graham on pass rushing downs slide into the inside. And if Mm -hmm. Brandon Graham can do something like that, Trayvon Walker can definitely excel in that in two or three years when they get him more help on the edge. Obviously, you want to keep him on the edge here for right now. But if they get more help later on down the line on edge, he's absolutely a guy that can play interior defensive line, you know, five snaps a game, six snaps or uh, defensive line, um, five or six snaps um, a game as well. He, he's so big. He's so fast. He's such an interesting
1: prospect. Yeah. Um, like the thing about Trayvon Walker, I, I don't know if, if you had this too, it just felt like in January when I was doing mock drafts, I just didn't know enough about him. I just knew what I saw from playing at Georgia and the way their scheme is, is that they have so many damn five stars that they're just like, (laughs) let's slide in another one, you know, let's just get fresh bodies on the field. And, and that was really the big thing. Uh, They are just always moving. And he, he didn't have the production, you know, but now it feels like, seeing him at the combine and seeing him do a pro day, you're just like, yeah, this guy's a physical freak. He's six foot five. Is is, is he 280? He's 270. Yeah. So, but like, he's still just, he's a massive man. Like, I mean, that's bigger than, bigger than Tibbs. And uh, he's a little smaller. I think he's a little, height wise, he's a little smaller than Hutch, but he's bigger in size and weight. But like, he's just, like you said, I mean, his flexibility is off the charts. I think. Yeah. He would. They would. They would love him in Seattle.
0: <laughs> absolutely, and I'm and I'm not. By no means am I saying he should have done this. Um, but if he went back for this one for his for his last year, he absolutely. I'm I'm not willing to see he would have been the number one overall pick because yeah. Bryce Young. Um, okay. Bryce Young but, is the one
1: I am I'm head <laughs> over heels for for Will Anderson. That's what I'm thinking. I I'm I think I I get where your head is, but it it's going to be tough for any edge to compete with with Will Anderson next year. How I feel.
0: Will Anderson is interesting. Um jeez, we're going to get into this too. <laughs> um <laughs> My my thing with Will Anderson, and uh, and obviously you could say the same thing for Trayvon Walker. Um, no, because Trayvon Walker could absolutely be a 3-4 defensive end as well. Will okay. Anderson is, I, I, I think, the only reason I'm not willing to say he's number one is just because he's – we haven't seen him in a 4-3, and I don't know how he's going to do in a 4-3. He was an outside okay. linebacker this year. Uh, he, he was a stand-up rusher. I, I don't know how he would do in a 4-3 scheme. And that's why I'm not willing to say Will Anderson just yet, but he absolutely could be. Trayvon Walker and Will Anderson would have been a fun debate. <laughs> okay. Number okay. 10 for the Jets, who do you
1: got? I get you. Um, so number 10 for the Jets. So number four picked Ika the best tackle. Um. I think with the with the run on edge, I'm I'm gonna stick with edge. I am, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go Jermaine Johnson here. I think. I I he, I see you know, <laughs> uh, I like, I mean Jermaine Johnson. He's blew up draft boards from the from the Senior Bowl and him testing at the combine. Um, he's just an athletic freak. You know, just just like everyone else, and I think he can he can slide come in for Robert Sala immediately make an instant impact. It's I think like Edge is a bigger need for the Jets than corner is, so that's why I'm really opting to go there because I mean Stingley and Ahmad Gardner are right there. So you're like, yeah, those guys could go, but opting for for the bigger need. Right now, in another name here always penciled in, I see, is another one of your guys, Drake London. Always see it at this at this spot. People love Drake London right here. Yeah, Go Jermaine Johnson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, again, they they need help. It's an obvious it's an obvious pick. He can, um. He's he's more pro ready than somebody like a, a David Ajabo, and obviously David Djabo's not even going to play halfway. Yeah. Is is it going to even be able to play the whole season? Um, but I think he could step in, like you said, and almost immediately have uh, an impact. And I mean, his 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 edge setting ability is is amazing. I mean, he can, he can he's a good pass rusher, but he he's doing he does a really good job of setting the edge making sure the running back doesn't completely get a free lane and, and kind of – he likes to blow up some of those jet sweeps as well. He's, he's a good edge shutter. Yep. Um, we are going to get Carson Wentz some help here. Um, yeah. The tough thing is, is it, it's how is the front office thinking about Carson Wentz? If they feel they only have one year with Carson Wentz and it's a one-year prove-it-we-have-it-or-we-don't, then you go with somebody like a Drake London. Um, If they are willing to be a little bit more lenient with Carson Wentz and give him another year or so, then I'm taking Jameson here. Um, Mm -hmm. Because obviously Jameson's not going to play the first half of the season, and then when he comes back, Obviously, there's that jump. I don't think Jamison's going to be amazing his first year, um, but we're going to hope they do the right thing and pick the best wide receiver um, that's on the board, and we're going to go with Jamison.
1: Yep. So. Yeah, I mean, I I completely agree. I think, and the way the way I feel with with Carson Wentz and, and the how you said how they feel about him, I think it's. Um I think they give up a lot of capital to get him. And I think it's it's just it's weird to me that they, they didn't they, they settled for Wentz so early. You know, Watson really hadn't made any decision and all that, you know. Like the only thing that happened was the Rust trade. So I mean you still had Garoppolo out there, Watson, every free agent you know, Jameis and company. But, like, Wentz isn't the worst. But I think they give up a lot of capital. They're going to stick with Wentz. They're going to try it out, I think. See if oh, there's something there.
0: The Colts gave up a first-round pick for him.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's true. They also, I think, they also have an owner who is yeah, very cut the cord. That that's That's always been my thoughts on why he was why Wentz only got a year. I think Ursay went went to Chris Ballard and said, Yeah, you gotta get him out. You gotta get him out of here. Yep. So they did. But number 12, I mean this is this is the situation that the um the Vikings want to be in. You know, this this falls perfectly. No corner off the board. Um you know the only even jordan davis is there i've i've been talking that up i think that's a very real possibility um but this is you know this is a corner spot i've been picking yeah. a corner here since the beginning of time um and i think i'm i'm going to go with the 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 better corner the safer corner and and that's sauce that's sauce gardener i mean he's just Sauce Gardner is huge. He's massive. He's what? He's six, two and a half, two hundred. Win win game, win game weight, he's about 205, 210. And I think that he just he comes in, he'll immediately be a CB1. The the only issue I have is looking at past very press heavy corners. Um you know, I've I think I've talked to you about this, about Okuda and DeAndre Baker, guys who are just physical at within those five yards that they struggle to start their career. But I think Ahmad Gardner, he has he has the technique. You know, he has the the technique, the size, the speed. Because I'm pretty sure he's faster than Okuda. I don't yeah. think Okuda ran fourth or four flat, but. I, I like sauce, and, and like I said, this is just the perfect spot for him to come and immediately, start for the, the Vikings.
0: Yeah, absolutely. and he, Like, he's, he's so technically sound. Hey, people, again, people like the upside instinctively, but at, at least as for me and you, I don't really think it's a question who the number one cornerback in this class yeah. is. um. And again, I don't want to touch on it too much because um, you'll you'll get on it with the 14th pick. Um, but I think we could see a little bit of a cornerback run here in this in this stretch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hurts as an Eagles fan. But, I mean, we're, we're going <laughs> to go we're, – we're, we're on the board here. The Texans are on the board here at pick 13. Um, and we're going to take some people's cornerback one, Derek Stingley. Um. Again, he has the potential to be. He has the potential to be Jalen Ramsey-esque. I'm not by no means my saying he's going to be Jalen Ramsey, um, and I don't really believe that he will either. But he, people are saying he has the potential to be Jalen Ramsey. So, and they need help. You know why? Why not get him?
1: Yeah, I mean that would be. That would be. That's a Lovey Smith draft. If I've ever seen one drafting the the perfect overhang safety at at number three and then you got the uh the athletic nightmare corner coming in i that that's a that's how you start a, a secondary rebuild i guess you could say yeah um but fourteen um I'm looking I'm looking down the down the list and I'm I'm not seeing I'm not seeing an edge I'm willing to draft 14 so we're going to confirm that cornerback run is coming and I'm going to take the cornerback from Washington Trent McDuffie I'm going to take him uh I'm big I'm big on Trent McDuffie I, you know this I think <laughs> It's just it's it's a very good need for the um the Ravens. I I like experimenting with the Jordan Davis or even Devonte Wyatt here. Um, it's a little rich for Devonte Wyatt to me at fourteen, but ultimately going with McDuffie, I think his just his athletic. I mean, we could just say that for everyone. It's just his <laughs> athletic prowess immediately coming in, and um. He's a great run setter. I've seen the more I watch him. Um, yeah. And just, I think he just, he'll come in and just like the, the uh, sauce pick, he's going to come in and immediately make an instant impact for a win now theme. And and that's what the Ravens are going to want.
0: Oh yeah. No, their, their roster definitely has a potential. Uh, their roster is better than the 14th pick. Um. Oh, they yeah. just had injuries, obviously. It was uh, – they had a tough year. But uh, they they definitely want to, like you said, come back and compete this year. And then, like you said, that pick um, allows it. And um, I know, I mean, you had this conversation, uh, but when people watch him, they really like to talk about how fluid his uh, hips are and how fluid mm-hmm. of an athlete. Um, but the play that nobody talks about, again, i talked to you about this. I think it was Oregon State. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Oregon State. He was uh playing on the opposite side, and they did a jet sweep, and he ran across the entire opposite side of the field to make a tackle. And I think it was only like a gain of five yards. Um, and it just impressed me that he was that he had enough speed and awareness to run it literally across the entire field of play to go and make that tackle on the jet sweep. Um, He's,
1: he's a very, very smart football player. And it's just, you know?
0: Yeah. Shame. That's where I was going to go. Yeah. Here at 15. Um, And again, uh, for those, if this is your first episode, um, I'm an Eagles fan. He's a Saints fan. Um, I'm going to – we go back and forth on picks, but the Eagles' picks, I'm making them for the Saints' picks. He's making them, but I guess they only have one. But, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, see, I really would have liked to get Trent in this spot. That mm-hmm. would have been uh, fun. Um, And this is listed as their very last need on – On the draft network, at least. Um, But when you have three picks, you are in a position to at least make one luxury pick. Um, And our defensive coordinator talks so much about playing a hybrid scheme. Um, And right now, we really don't have that nose tackle. We cut Fletcher Cox and then re-signed him to a one-year deal. Um, And I want to make a proactive pick here, so I'm not forced to make a reactive pick next year. Nope. Um. So we're gonna we're gonna get Jordan Davis.
1: Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Make it fun. It had <laughs> to be one of these picks before the before the Chargers pick.
0: Oh, absolutely, because he was seventeenth. His like we said, seventeen. is his his feeling. His... I, we... It's so good. Hmm. We we can play the betting game in hope that we do something in free agency at wide receiver, but dang dang dang, I this is where it gets difficult. Um, I think we're gonna wait till nineteen for that. Just now, you know, my boy Drake London's on the board. Um, as of right now, we still need an edge, or uh, or we still have a need at um wide receiver. Uh we haven't hopefully gotten Devontae Parker. Um <laughs> so we still we still need a wide receiver. And ironically enough, Drake London. Um I think he's gonna be better than Devontae Parker, but their game is the same. So Drake London. Drake oh, London. Yes.
1: <sighs> but who who you got here at seventeen? Seventeen. All right. Uh, you want me to go back to back, and then and then you can yeah. do the Eagles, and then we go. All right. All right. Um, here for um the Chargers, I'm like. It, they don't have a solidified need. No, and that is why I was, I was very, very hopeful. Drake London made it one more pick, but. He did not. So in this, because you look at corner, they used high capital on Asante Samuel Jr., who balled out, balled out last year. Um, and you have JC Jackson, and and that's really been the need I've been focusing on as corner for them the last few years. Um, Edge is not a need. I I don't I don't think this is their fourth ranked need on the, the draft network. So yeah. I am gonna go DeFonte Wyatt here. I think he is he is the perfect come in and be that you know three tech that that they need to really stop the run and, and make a difference in that that field that part of the field that they need to to capitalize on. I liked penning here, but that's all right. It's okay. It's <laughs> okay. They took tackle last year. I think. Now the Saints. Oof. Ooh. Saints have <laughs> so many, so many potential picks here. And I could this is realistically how I could see the draft falling.
0: Oh yeah. It's
1: is having having a world where Penning is there, um, where Olave's there. Um
0: Burks.
1: Traylon Burks is there. Pick it there. I don't know. I think someone's gonna go up and get him. Someone <laughs> someone will make the move. It's just it's hard to predict the the move for the quarterback. Um but at 18, I'm I'm just gonna take the need. We've needed all and it, it just falls perfectly. We've mocked it. We mocked it in September. We're mocking it in March. It's Chris Olave. Chris Olave is just He's Ohio state. That's where, that's what the saints love to pick from. Um, He is, he's come in and be a deep threat. That's what we need. And it's just, it just, if it falls perfectly, it's right there. And you know, that's, that's really my mindset. If, if a Drake London and, and Jamison Williams and Garrett Wilson, the, the three guaranteed best, I think you take the receiver you want. Cause I, I'm, I'm, on, on a normal basis, I'm, I'm saying Traylon Burks is better than Chris Olave, but in a Saints scheme, I need a, a Chris Olave more than I need a Traylon Burks at this moment in their win not team.
0: Yeah. No, I honestly, I was – based on uh, past conversations, I was really expecting the, the shoe-in of Trevor Petting. Okay. It shocked me. I like it, though. Um, as you talked about before, I think this right here, number nineteen, is a prime trade back opportunity for the Eagles. I think some team is gonna trade up. The Eagles yep. are always looking to trade. Um, but it's like you said, it takes two to tango. It's hard to predict who needs it. Um, and we're just not. Gonna... I've
1: I've actually only gotten. I've actually only gotten one trade one draft day trade correct in a mock. Did you not? And it was it was it was last year. Actually. I predicted the the Justin Fields trade up, but it wasn't it wasn't Justin Fields who the Bears picked in my mock. It was Max Jones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Justin Fields I don't know what what it was in the league. Justin Fields, I don't know why he
1: it was just it was just the the panthers took darnold and the like we i i know i did i don't know about you i criticized the broncos all weekend for not taking fields and now yeah. look at me i mean they have they have pat sertan and uh russell wilson so i mean
0: <laughs> yeah
1: I, I mean i i would rather have that than whatever you could pick at nine and Justin Fields at this moment, start winning that team.
0: No, uh, absolutely. Um, yeah. It, like you said, super dang, I really <laughs> pick it is not.
1: Oh, no, no, don't even put it in your head.
0: We're not going to do it, but Oh, again, I don't, I don't want it. I'm lower on him. We're not doing it. <laughs> um, this this is super – this is, like – and this isn't Kenny Pickett. Uh, this is, like, really teetering on the edge for, like – Is it? Again, very, very rich for me. Uh, the pick I'm about to make, um, the only reason I'm making this is because I see so many teams uh, – after doing a two-round max, it's so hard for me to see any of the top safeties – getting to us in the second round um and none of these safeties do i really want at 19 but with us not doing anything at safety even though it's a need um and with my with me being scared that he's not going to be there or any of these top guys are going to be there in the second round i'm gonna have to pick a safety here okay it is crazy to me that the mock draft network has Lewis uh, seen at 31 above Jaquan Brisker. Yeah. That's bad. Um, <laughs> at least That's in my bad. opinion.
1: That's bad.
0: That's um, bad. Jaquan Brisker, and this is saying something, because again, I love my Michigan Wolverines. Jaquan Brisker is the second best safety in this class. Yes. I don't know why, like, yes. w- where this is coming from recently. I'm, I'm picking Jaquan Brisker here at 19.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Easy.
1: <laughs> I like it. Well, we can – all that talk that you had about Kenny Pickett, it's all fallen into place. This this would be – this is dream scenario for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. If, if they can sit at 20 and you get Kenny Pickett, because Malik Willis is not – Following this far this is the dream scenario I'm gonna pick Kenny Pickett just because like I think Mitch Trubisky is not the long-term answer I don't care I don't I don't I don't know where it's coming from it's a two-year it's a minimal contract it's an easy out after the first year it's just this is perfect Mitch Trubisky comes in and starts the first five games and then you shift to the rookie and Kenny Pickett might press Mitchell Trubisky in training camp. You know? If the board falls like this, I mean this is this is just perfect for the Steelers. And it's just it's it's easy. I don't like an easy pick in a mock draft, but this is just too easy to not pick. Even if Penning is there.
0: Yeah. Um I they they're probably beating themselves up now knowing if, if this is where how the board played out. That they could get Kenny Pickett at twenty and not have to waste money on, <laughs> even though it's not a lot, not having to waste money on on Mitch. But I think they'd be crazy to pack up, or pass up Kenny Pickett here at twenty, even though they have Mitch. Um, so, so I, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, see, this is where this is where I'm really struggling, uh, because they let J.C. Jackson go, and obviously the clear thing is. Pick JC Jackson. Um but outside of Jacoby Myers, who do they have at wide receiver? Nelson Agler and Kendrick Bjorn? Like (laughs) that's not
1: there's no there's no number one. You yeah, like you hear those three names and you're like that's those are good wide receiver two compliments, but none of Mm. them is a name that is a one. I get you.
0: Yeah. Um and I think Bill Belichick could really have some fun with Traylon Burks. Yep. Um dang. But I I just think the value is, is just so high with the depth in this wide receiver class, it's hard for me to take one here and they can get one in the second round. Um we're we're gonna take a cornerback. Yep. We're gonna take. We're gonna take the the athletic upside. Some dude who could, um, again, not saying will, but has athletic upside. It, you know, could be their next JC Jackson. We're gonna go with
1: Andrew Booth. Yep. Toughy. All right, twenty-two. Uh, just the Packers. I think this would be. This is an awesome place to be mm-hmm. if you if you are them. You know, if, if you are at 21 or at 22 with that, like, you have the true receiver that you need in Burks. You need the true you need the tackle in um, Trevor Penning, and you need the start now edge rusher in George Karloftis. So it's all preference. And I think here I'm gonna take George Karloftis. I think it's it's the need they need the most. I think and he is just so come in and be be a good pass rusher right away alongside Rashawn Gary. I think losing Z Smith and mm-hmm. then losing, I think they have to cut Preston Smith at some point. I don't know if they have. I mean he's really just He's, he's fallen off a little bit too, but I think this is, this is a need that is glaring and they need to solve first. And then you can take that, that, that receiver is still going to be there at 28 that I think they want.
0: Well, um, I want to be that guy I don't. But realistically, this played out perfect for the, the Cardinals to take <laughs> trail on Perks. I mean, <laughs> I, he can learn behind D-Hop, and then eventually D-Hop is obviously, he, I'm not saying he's retiring soon, but like eventually you won't have D-Hop, um, mm-hmm. and in... Five years, assuming they pick up Traylon. That's what we're doing. We're doing Traylon Burks,
1: um,
0: yeah. in five years, assuming they pick up Traylon Burks's fifth year. Um, I feel a lot more comfortable paying Traylon Burks. Obviously, we're gonna have to see how he turns out, but I feel a lot more comfortable playing Traylon Burks, fifty-two or twenty-one million dollars a year, than I do Christian Kirk, twenty-one million dollars a year.
1: That, that is <laughs> that is a, a very very good point.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, Traylon Burks here, and as an Eagles fan, this next pick, I'm wondering what you're gonna do here because there's one guy that I'm gonna be really mad that he fell to 24. Oh, goodness, <laughs> goodness, goodness, goodness. We'll see what you do here.
1: That he he fell he fell all the way. Uh huh. All right, we'll see what you do here at twenty four. Okay. Um, I'm looking wet, catching up. <sighs> I I'm I'm looking here, and I I'm looking at. Guys like just receivers that can come in and immediately replace Amari Cooper, and I don't okay. see one. Mm-hmm. I don't see one. So like after after the Burks pick, I I don't I don't see one you can you can do. But then I look across the uh, the offensive line, and I see someone they could ease easily, easily take right away. And that is Tyler Linderbaum. I don't know if that was the guy you were thinking of, but no. But I think that, didn't I, even I, think I of that. I don't know what guy you were thinking of. I, I, don't, I don't. I'm I'm lost. What what you're thinking of? Are you thinking of Penny? Yeah. Are you thinking they they could? I think come in and immediately replace. Um. Lyle Collins, but I I think Linderbaum is better and, and he makes a more impact than I think they're going to roll with um, what's this, uh, Terrence Steele, who yeah. actually ended up replacing um, Lyle Collins halfway through the year. I don't know if, I don't know if many people know that, but there was, there was a time where Lyle Collins missed six games for a PED suspension last year. <laughs> and Terrence Steele was playing so good that I think that's why they this decision was easy for them to just cut him, you know, cut Lyle Collins. They were just they're v- big fans of of him. And he, he played he kept himself on the field with his play. So that, that's why I'm picking Linderbaum and not Penning. That's why I'm taking center and not tackle.
0: Yeah. And yeah. their centers be honest?
1: Yes, yes. Okay. And he's he's been average yeah. to below average. Yeah.
0: Ooh, I remember him coming out. <laughs> what was that? Just two years ago, right?
1: Oh uh, yeah, Wisconsin. Jeez.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Um. You know, I didn't even think about Terrence Steele, and he's been such. Terrence Steele has been such a great swing tackle too, because he even filled yeah. in for uh, Smith as well. When he was hurt, so he's been such a good swing tackle that yeah, I didn't even think about that. All right. at twenty-five, the bills, and this is where it gets because you know, and this is exactly what you were saying.
1: Um, Oh, my god, wait, wow. I'm I'm looking I'm looking at the position group I think they need the most. I like Tariq Woolen isn't fifty is the 50th ranked (laughs) ranked player. That's insane he is a uh, um
0: this is the, again like this is a unique situation um there's there's nothing that really really jumps off the page um for me mm-hmm. it's between it's between getting help at cornerback or getting help at wide receiver um It'd be a again, it'd be a luxury pick for wide receiver because Gabriel Gabriel Davis is the number two, right?
1: Yes. All right. And well, they and they did cut. Uh, yeah, yeah, Emmanuel Sanders is a free agent.
0: Yeah. And and they cut Beasley too. So Yeah. Um like you said, I think we're gonna go corner. Um shoot. If you would have asked me two months ago, I would have went Kyrie Elam. Um, dang, I, I'm I'm forced to choose between Kyrie Elam and Kyler, uh, Kyler Gordon. They're saying there's a twenty player difference between the two of them. Um,
1: yeah, that's
0: that's uh, that's I wild. I feel about I mean, that. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: I <laughs> shoot. Um. You know they've made it this far. I think they have. I think we can give the benefit of the doubt, and and let them swing for the fences a little bit here with the more, uh. The more potential pick here. Um. So we're gonna go with Kyrie. All right. Uh. But I could see somebody doing Kyler Gordon as well. Um. It wouldn't. It would not shot ch- wow, we don't have a linebacker off the board. Yeah. Uh but yeah. Uh we're gonna go Elam just because I feel they you can give them the benefit of the doubt
1: on that. Yep. And and this falls right into place. I mean, like you you mentioned linebacker. Um I I could see an offensive lineman here, I could see penning. I, I kinda wanna pick penning just because the value is so perfect. <laughs> oh, but I it's Devin Lloyd falling is this is the this is the 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 problem I run into mock drafts all the time. I'm always like I always draft how I feel and like then you just you see that one guy that you're like, uh how did I for did I forget about him or is it just <laughs> Yeah. It's it's weird. Um, and, and this is twenty
0: six of the Titans for anybody listening.
1: Yeah. Um oof. oof. What, what are, like I, I just what do they value more at this moment? Um I'm gonna, I'll I'll take penning. I, I think I just talked myself into penning. Like, <laughs> thinking about it thinking about it more. Um, but yeah, Trevor Penning, 26. I think it's just, it's again, they, they had a, they had the problem in the playoffs with scoring points. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't getting pressure or, um, because I mean, they sacked Joe Burrow nine times. It was just either a Ryan Tannehill making silly decisions or, making you know um you know getting forced to make a a tight throw and and couldn't so trevor penning beef up the offensive line hopefully he's not uh what's his face isaiah Wilson from a few years ago (laughs) he uh, watching
0: him uh i think it was him who got drafted and they panned to him and was it his girlfriend? And his mom like ripped him out of the screen yeah. or something. Yep, yep, that
1: was him. That was him. His mom. <laughs> mom wanted the attention. Oh goodness,
0: that was uh, that was funny. It's uh,
1: <laughs> my favorite. My favorite draft moment, Cam. I don't know. I don't know. Have you ever seen that? You have definitely got to see that. It was uh, the Russell Wilson one. With his uh the screaming girlfriend. Have you ever seen that one? Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh
1: my god, that it's just it's so iconic. Like ooh. that's just my favorite. And then Cesar um, Ruiz crying because he missed a block. That was one. That was a good one.
0: Oh geez. Um
1: was it was it CD
0: was it cd Lamb who had the two phones?
1: No, oh, he snatched the phone. Yes, yes, yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> That that was um, that was also funny. That was uh,
1: good
0: but we, we're we're gonna continue uh this offensive line um trend. trend here. Yeah. Um and Alex Kappa left right, he left in free agency. I'm yes, forgetting where bangles. he signed. Bangles, that's what it is. Um, so you know, there's somebody who fills I mean, just right into that spot. Um, and nope. I've said it before and I'll say it again. These <laughs> the, the, the biggest draft riser, I would say, eh, I wouldn't say the biggest, but one of the most benefited one of the most from this process. Yep. Um, that's that's Zion Johnson. Yep. What if I just swerved you and took Kenyon Green instead?
1: Well, I was going to be upset because I already picked Zion Johnson a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, once you said offensive line trend, uh, yeah, I mean, I. 100% agree. I, I love – this is the perfect spot. This is the perfect landing place for him. I mean, he'll immediately just slide in the either, um, either guard spot because Ali Marpet said he's not coming back even after uh, the Brady unretirement. So, I mean, you could come in. He could play natural left guard or right guard. Um, he's going to make an instant impact. You know, imagine – Imagine a land where you're putting Tristan Wirfs and Zion Johnson on the same side. Ooh. That is that's where Leonard Fournette wants to run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, twenty-eight. So twenty-eight. Uh, the receiver I was talking about is still there. I was not talking about Trey Longberg earlier. I swerved you. Yeah. Um, the receiver I was talking about is Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson here at 28 for the Packers pencil in. I think we had we had talks about Jahan Dotson a few days ago. I am I used to be a huge Dotson fan, but I I've lost a little bit. I think it's just it's not even like losing it, it's just everyone else has risen for me. The, I like the more I watch George Pickens, the more I'm in love. The more I watch a sky more, you know, I really like his fit somewhere, like as a slot receiver, Christian Watson, even, but Jahan Dotson still, he has a place with the Packers coming in immediately, making an instant impact. Cause they, um did they tender Lazard? I, I can't remember because if, if they didn't, they did. And I don't, I don't know who their receiver is. Like they, because they lost MVS today to the Chiefs, um, traded Devontae, of course. So I mean they are at a real massive need here, um, but I think Jahan Dawson will come in and make that instant impact, and Rogers will. Someone's got to step up there in that in that room because and and it's. It's probably Brian Gutekunst. He's probably got to be the one to step up and say, "I got to pick a first-round receiver." Aaron needs my help now. I can't. I can't take Desmond Ritter at twenty-eight. <laughs> that's what he's. Uh,
0: oh. Yeah. All right. Um, and, and it's interesting because that's, I think, in the last the previous three, I think in all previous three, we've had John
1: Dotson going there. That's awesome. That's um, funny. yeah. It's um, just, it's fate. I believe, yeah. I believe in the fate <laughs> in the mock draft.
0: Uh, um, obviously the chiefs here at 29, they, uh, they just traded away Tyree kill. Uh, so they need help at, uh, Wide receiver, and I like Christian Watson significantly more than I like Sky Moore, and that's no that's no shot on Sky Moore either. Oh um, yeah, but... I just I really really like Christian Watson. Um, and I could be wrong, but uh, the reports were that they really like Sky Moore. Yeah. Um, so as much as I like Christian Watson, um, and I think they would be stupid to pick Sky Moore over Christian Watson. Um, and again, no shot at Sky Moore. I am going to go Sky Moore here just based off the information that we know. They really like this kid. And with that information, I mean, how could you not go Sky Moore? So very easy pick.
1: Yep. Oof. Um, 30. I mean, this is if if we're taking receiver at twenty nine, we're taking edge at thirty. I think it fall the board falls perfectly for him at edge. Corner is a big need, but I, I love the way edge falls for him. I love Ajabo. I love Boye Mafe. This is all just preference. Do you want mm-hmm. a guy who's going to come in and immediately be the starter? Do you who's immediately going to grab the bull by the horns? Or are you going to take the guy who has the higher upside long term, but has a major injury or he's coming off of? And I'm going to take Boye Mafe just for he's not coming off a torn Achilles. Um, and I, I talked him up in the last episode, so I gotta. You gotta wrap him. Sorry, David Ajabo. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta wrap William Massey here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and we'll see what they do with um. Shoot, why am I blanking on his name? Frank Clark. Frank Clark. There you go. I almost said D Ford.
1: Um. Oh uh, yeah. Uh,
0: Frank Clark, though, uh, because his contract is like it's it's he's not lived up to his contract. Um, so we'll see what he does with Frank Clark, and even if Frank Clark stays, uh, I mean, Boye Mafé could learn, I mean, he'd, he'd be, like, literally the perfect archetype to learn under for him. Um, all right, well, we were spent so much time mauling over,
1: uh,
0: Kyler Gordon's still on the board, right? We can take him. No, no, no. All right, we spent so much time mulling over, or at least I did, uh, Kyler Gordon versus um, mm-hmm. Kyler Elam, and uh, again, we're just we're gonna continue kicking you while you're down. Um, <laughs> yep. you, you more than anybody knows how just stellar of a cornerback Eli Apple is. I mean, oh. one of the best yeah. in the league. I mean. <laughs>
1: I mean, uh, come on. It's I like, was a I I'll be honest, I was a defender of Eli App. Ab- like I know he was dissing new New Orleans and shit like that. But like, I'm I fuck, I shouldn't have cussed. But like uh so he was like doing all that, like calling out New Orleans, and I, and everyone's like, Oh, you suck. I'm like, no, he's he's been pretty good these playoffs. And then the Super Bowl happened. <laughs> And I just like I couldn't defend there was no more defending him. It like those memes, those memes were coming out of like what Cooper Cup's gonna do <laughs> during Black History Month that Eli Apple's gonna be labeled as a hate crime. I'm like, okay, that's a little far. And then it happened, and you're like, oh no. But yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. Uh Eli Apple. He's a silly guy.
0: Yeah. Um, so that, that being said, uh, we are going to reply, uh, replace the man, the myth, the legend, um, um himself with, with Kyler Gordon.
1: Have you, have <sighs> you noticed like corners who become memes get like re-signed like one year deals? Like Kevin King the other year, the, just the other year. Oh
0: my goodness. It's yeah.
1: burned by Scotty Miller and he returns like the fan base. Can't stand them. Can't stand them. And the uh, you know they the Packers resign him for one year deal, and then the next the very next year another corner Eli Apple clowns himself by not playing too good, and then he's he's resigned for another one year deal. He's good depth, but he's not an every down corner anymore. If nope. he ever was, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he, um, but thirty two. So what what did I do? I did I did Malik Willis, yes. So I did Malik Willis. Um, there's a lot you could go here. I think you could you could do a lot here. You could take oh. one. You could take one of the locals in Dax Hill or a You could fill a need at linebacker with Devin Lloyd or N'Kobe Dean. <sighs> That's crazy. Um. Yeah, I I think uh, I do want to I kind of want to take a job out here, but I'm going to I'm going to take Devin Lloyd. I'm going to yeah, I'm going to take Devin Lloyd here. I think it just it fills out the the lines perfectly. Um that's just yeah, that's how I feel. That's mine. <sighs> Yeah. I think that's their biggest. I think that's a their a glaring need that they can address with thirty two.
0: Yeah. Do you know? I was looking back through at this cornerback list. Um. In in a player that I just forgot even existed after the senior bowl, Roger McCreary. Yep, I just yep. I I just forgot about it.
1: Uh. <laughs> short arms short Mm -hmm. stature and and he's supposed to be a press man corner i don't i i liked him i i did i liked him as a first round pick but once he he kind of like he could go to the chiefs i Mm -hmm. i could see him picked at 30 you know i think he fits the scheme really well but i don't know short arms short stature he's got solid technique but uh, he's not
0: in, 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 you're not supposed to do this. And again, I know I keep on saying that. Um, Noah Igbenogany just hurt me. He just,
1: <laughs> I get it. I, I totally get it. <sighs> he, he... Yeah, because he did go to Auburn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's oh, so goodness. weird. They're like, they're so similar.
0: Oh, my goodness. They're, they're, I mean, they're, they're, the
1: They're same so player. Similar. They're so similar, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um yeah, but, I mean uh
0: pretty good. But yeah, for the for the Devon Lloyd, as for the Devon Lloyd thing real quick. Um again Nakoby Dean getting out of the first round, probably not realistic, but with the board how it fell, that's how it just is you're just gonna that's what we picked. Um, if you don't like it, then
1: <laughs>
0: oh well. Uh, but thank you. I mean, for coming on, it was it was a lot of fun. Just oh, mean, having no. kind of the discourse back and forth.
1: Yeah, no problem. I think it's fun to have another, you know, person in the ears of the listeners. Just oh. spill spill my thoughts. You know, I'm. Um, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought me on. I, yeah, I, I had a blast. Yeah, no. And
0: then like you said, it's always, it's always good to have um, kind of another person's opinion out there. So we, uh, they're not just stuck listening to me and Ryan's, <laughs> so, but again, thank you. Uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, we'll definitely ha- had a lot of fun. We'll definitely have to have you on um, another time. Uh, when me, Ryan are both here when it's just Ryan or something, but, uh, we, we really do appreciate it. thank you.
1: Yeah, no problem. Uh, this today, what is it? It's Thursday, right? Yes. This is exactly five weeks until draft night. You think about that? That's awesome. That's, that's five nights until Christmas. So. (laughs)
0: Yeah, no, I, uh, I agree. Again, this is what, I mean, we spend, I mean, literally we spend the entire year, uh, leading up to this moment. Yeah. So, all right. Well, if you made it this far, we want to say thank you for listening. Um, and we hope you enjoyed this episode of, uh, the pigskin Pick'em mock draft. Uh, we have a lot scheduled in the upcoming weeks, Um, And that includes more of our thoughts on the off-season and more mock drafts. Uh, We want to make sure you guys subscribe and follow. And we want to give a big thank you to Anchor FM for helping us promote our podcast. Uh, Please leave a review below as it helps us more than you guys know. And stay tuned for the next episode of the Pigskin Project.